as if I till my world couldn't handle the heat now I'm sleeping alone and I'm starting to freeze baby come bring me help let it rain over me baby come back to me I want you to ruin my life you to ruin my life you to ruin my life yeah I want you to fuck up my nights yeah fuck up my nights yeah all my nights yeah I want you to bring it all on if you make it all wrong then I'll make it all right The average American makes $74,600 per year. The two largest chunks of the average American budget comes from housing and transportation. That's $18,186 and $9,049 respectively. That's according to 2018 U.S. Census data. Welcome back to Morning Coffee. Happy Hump Day. I'm Rick Alexander. We're going to get this thing started. If you guys have been listening to the show for a while, you've heard this uh, narrative before, this script that I'm going to talk about today, because I aired it on one of the very earliest shows of Morning Coffee. But honestly, I think it's one of the most profound things. It's an article that I actually wrote for REI, and they ended up scrapping it. Turns out you can't go to a consumer company and then pitch them on anti-consumerism. Weird. But uh, I just think that the concept is kind of... It just helps you frame things in a little bit different way. It helps you to kind of get your mind going. And so, again, if you've been listening to this show from the jump, all 140 episodes, you probably heard this one back in the the day. But it's one that I think bears repeating. And because we have tens of thousands more listeners than we did back when I did that, I'm going to we're going to talk about it again. So the way that I got to this analysis, though, was kind of through my own life. And so as I talk about things that I've spent my money on, you can sort of just think about whether it resonates with you or not. Because given my current age, my past income, and my net worth, I estimate that I've spent roughly $1.15 million in my lifetime. If I look back at every trip I've ever been on, every gym membership I've ever had, every road trip I've spontaneously embarked on, every ski trip, etc., Of that roughly $1.1 million, I've spent at most $180,000 on experiences or things that I've done. The reason that's important is because if I look back and inventory my life, just about every single moment that I can actually remember was due to one of those experiences. For those of you keeping track, that is 100% of worthwhile memories I've had, coming from less than 16% of the money I've made. Or to put it differently, I've spent roughly 86% of my money on things that don't matter and that I'll never remember. The truth is that the main narrative in our society is driven by genius marketers that would have you believe that buying something is actually akin to doing something. Think back on all of the commercials that you've seen. Every single one is an empty promise of an experience that you most likely won't have and even if you do, it certainly won't be solely because of your purchase. Cue the extremely effective Nissan Xterra commercial. Did anyone actually believe that they'd live a life of adventure because they bought a $34,000 SUV with a built-in $40 first aid kit? On some level, they certainly did, albeit a subconscious one. The best adventures that I've had personally were all derived while on foot. The car that I drove to the trailhead was irrelevant. Chances are that you found yourself buried in this same line of thinking. Our society encourages consumption, and like anyone who has tried to kick an addiction knows, overcoming that is actually a lot more difficult than you might think. You have to consciously pay attention to your decisions and what is driving them. 
More importantly, you have to find an even more productive replacement for your time once it is no longer filled with empty promises. Ask yourself if what you are doing now and what you are about to finance will matter if you are lucky enough at the end to reflect and look back at your life. Like it or not, we have a finite amount of time attached to our lives, and so you should think seriously about how yours is spent. One of the biggest tragedies of all time resides in the fact that we push people to trade their time for dollars and then push them further to trade those dollars for things instead of a better time. I find it difficult to see the nobility in the rat race when that is the outcome. Perhaps it's time to start moving the needle in a meaningful direction and rerouting funds toward a life that matters. Although some of our spending is inevitable, i.e. food, shelter, clothing, I found it better to minimize those things as they won't matter in 10 years anyway. What will matter is the trip across the country for a girl or guy you think you might like, the nights you never slept contemplating life with a friend, or the donation of your time or money that you made to help someone else's rough times get just a little bit easier. All of these provide a chemical release known as serotonin, which is linked to long-term happiness and satisfaction. Retail therapy provides a short hit of a different neurotransmitter known as dopamine to be released in your brain. Dopamine gives you momentary happiness, and as many of us have found out, the hard way, it's often followed by some sort of buyer's remorse. While similar, dopamine is linked to nearly every addictive behavior and vice that we have. Because the happiness found in dopamine response is so short-lived, it leaves you wanting more. What's even more startling is that its release actually suppresses serotonin. This means that if we prioritize dopamine, we are trading momentary happiness for lasting satisfaction. Another way of thinking about dopamine and serotonin is the often talked about delayed gratification. What activities do we typically go for now that is in effect being traded for our joy in the long run? The immediate orgasm, watching porn over sex with someone we love, trolling for likes on social media instead of appreciating the people that are with us right here and now, committing to a new lease instead of a vacation to a place you'll remember forever. While neurotransmitters such as these are extremely complex and they have multiple functions, allow me to oversimplify it for the ease of understanding with the following statement. Having will make you smile for a minute while doing will give you a lifetime of fond memories to look back on and smile. I need to hear this honestly just as much as the next person as I often fall into the same line of thinking that many of us do. Bigger is better. More is better. Better is better. What if you were to take a moment amidst the chaos of no money down financing, money back guarantees, and holiday sales, and just ask yourself, how might your life actually be better? What might you be free to pursue or try if you decided that the American dream didn't necessarily match your own? When you add up to the cost of the typical American dream, you're most likely looking at going into debt for both college and then a mortgage. Between the two, you have an obligated payment for the next 30 years, typically to the tune of a quarter of a million dollars or more. With that type of commitment, what kind of options do you have if you want to pivot in your career? Start that dream business or travel to the places that you've always wanted to. At a very minimum, perhaps a better question might be, what if you prioritize the destination over the vehicle that got you there? We grip tightly to our things, believing that letting them go somehow correlates to letting part of ourselves go. What we often fail to understand is that this is exactly what is happening. Only it should be celebrated instead of mourned. We are letting go of the smallest part of ourselves, the parts that subconsciously believe we should place our hope in material only to realize over and over again that the hope is not lasting. 
Usually our temporary uptick in happiness fades long before the new car smell and what we are left with is a payment obligation and a lifestyle promise that was never kept. I hope this gives you something to think about. Just the rerouting of funds. The thing that killed me was to look at my life and realize that I've spent 86% of my money on shit that doesn't matter and that I'll never remember. You can look at your own life and you can easily do the math and figure out where you lie as well. Focus on the things you will remember. Put your money, your time and attention there and it will be a different kind of life. I love you guys. I'll talk to you later on Morning Coffee. I need a dollar, 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 that's what I need. Inside the bottle, I had some good old buddies, names is 